Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is and always will be our top priority. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. RomanticAsheville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. Nest Realty and Realtor Janet Oppenheimer. A senior resource specialist, Janet serves the Asheville, North Carolina area. Visit nestrealty.com and look for your trusted mountain community advisor, Janet Oppenheimer. And by Asheville Farms. Unlock the potential CBD has in your life with Western North Carolina's premier supplier of high-quality hemp and CBD products. Visit our store at 28 North Lexington Avenue in Asheville and by visiting AshevilleHempFarmsNC.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, welcome to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and you're listening right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and on all major podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Amazon, and iTunes. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news and travel tips and links to people who are dedicated to following their passions and living the dream. Well, my guests today are Mandy Lee and Kendrick Calloway, partners in Mandy Lee Photo, a business focused on photography and teaching, guided backpacking trips, working RV shows, hosting rallies, and living in their teardrop camper. Welcome to Speaking of Travel. Great to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Well, Mandy, this is actually our second go-round. I talked to you five years ago, believe it or not, you were just getting out, getting out on your on your road trip and your your future. That's what we were talking about. A young woman with her future ahead of her. Yeah, time really flies. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but you know, you look back and you know, a lot has happened. So Well, I love it when I have a guest on Speaking of Travel, and that was kind of an early time for me, too. So when I listened back to our conversation, it was like, Marilyn, my goodness, look how how much you've grown in five years. You know, I was a teacher for a long time, and I, I used to ask people, like, where do you see yourself in five years? And Mandy and Kendrick, I want to find out from both of you, like, 
Where did you see yourself in five years? And do you feel like you're there now? Oh, gosh. Um, I had no idea that this is where I would be, you know, personally, five years ago when we were chatting, I had no idea um, the direction that, you know, the business would go and the role that Kendrick would play in it. And, um, but I, I couldn't be happier. You know, I wouldn't ever, I wouldn't say I'm there. You're always on your way somewhere, but I'm certainly at a, a place. <laughs> and Kendrick, I'm, what about you? Yeah. I want to hear a little more of your backstory. Well, I mean, prior to meeting Mandy, I had worked four years as a chemical engineer and found that the money was nice, but I hated my job and I hated the places that I lived until I arrived in Colorado, um, where I still hated my job, but I loved where I lived. Um, so, uh, yeah, fast forward, you know, a little bit, I quit my job, just lived in the back of a pickup truck for a little bit while I focused on running and climbing in the mountains. And then, um, you know, just by chance happened to stumble upon Mandy one day. And, uh, at the time I didn't do photography or anything like that. I shot iPhone photos. So I never dreamed of getting into, um, learning the aspects of, uh, cameras, how they work, taking good photos, editing good photos. Um, and that was just kind of the first thing that happened as a result of meeting Mandy. And then from there, we just kind of evolved our business a little bit into guiding backpacking trips and hosting rallies of people that own the same camper that we do. And it's just kind of been a neat progression over the last uh, five, six years after meeting her. So uh, I'm just excited to see what the next five years have. Well, it's certainly kind of a random situation where you were making these big life choices and then you meet independent woman who is also making some big life choices and being able to collaborate and, uh, and find partnership. And I, but I do want to ask you, Kendrick, because you were talking about when you, uh, you know, you, you were working in this job that you didn't like, but you were living in a place that you were loving and then you quit your job and you, uh, started, doing hiking and things like that, living out of a truck. I want to talk about that for just a second because, you know, you hear that, oh, I just quit my job and I started living out of a truck. What was actually going on in your mind? Was your life just so unhappy or what was going on just in that moment that you, that you made that life choice? Um, I was in a pretty fortunate position, believe it or not. I, you know, graduated college without any student loan debt. I didn't have a mortgage. I didn't have a car payment. I didn't have big credit card bills or anything like that. I didn't have a family that was depending on me. So, you know, with all of that in mind and having a pretty significant savings, I was able to just, you know, whenever the lease on my apartment expired, um, quit my job and move into a truck. And uh, I started out with about two months or maybe a month or so at uh, a climbing destination out near Moab. And then from there, went down to Argentina and Chile for about six months. But the whole mindset was just, 
life's short and we shouldn't be unhappy. And if you have the, the means and uh, the ability to make yourself happy, why not do that? So the first step in that was I took a 50% pay cut going from an engineering job in East Texas to go to an engineering job in Boulder, Colorado, where the cost of living is significantly higher. And then from there, I just quit my job and lived off savings. And right before I met Mandy, I decided I wanted to get into the outdoor industry where it's an even bigger pay cut to go there. You're not making what you make as an engineer, but it was all just steps trying to go towards being happy with what I did. And, um, and I just knew that engineering wasn't the path for me to be happy in life. So all of that led to me crossing paths with Mandy. So, yeah, it all just, it's so interesting because Mandy, when I was listening back to our conversation five years ago, you were also talking about following your passion, living the dream, uh, being happy, and, you know, had some similar types of things, working in a job. And even though it wasn't a job you hated, it was a job that you were thinking, this is not really what I want to be doing. So you too made that kind of life choice as well, right? Yeah, it was really similar in that the job I was in, when I was living in Austin, Texas, it was, it was always meant to be like a short temporary thing. And then like, before I knew it, I had been at that job for 10 years and I was just like, what am I doing? You know? Um, so that's when I realized if I didn't make a change, I would wake up and another 10 years would have gone by. And that kind of pushed me. It was a little bit of a midlife quarter life, third life crisis, whatever you want to call it, you know, that just kind of spurred me to hurry up and do something and enjoy life, which I think is a lot of what happened to Kendrick too. It sounds like it was, uh, you know, you were just kind of destined almost to uh, have your path cross. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about how uh, this merging of your lives kind of took off and, you know, you're living on the road and how just this tiny living space started to happen. So tell us how people can get connected while they're listening so they can be looking at your photography. And I know you have a YouTube channel so people can be kind of checking you out. Yeah, we're on all the things as a Mandy Lee photo and that's Mandy M-A-N-D-Y Lee is L-E-A photo. Um, and that's us on YouTube and mandylyphoto.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Sounds great. Well, Mandy and Kendrick will be right back. And I'm really looking forward to hearing more about your life in that teardrop camper and how you've been able to really live the dream. So this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. We'll be right back.
Whether you're traveling to points near or far or traveling on a life journey, every transition is an opportunity regardless of your stage of life. If you, a family member, or a loved one is looking to downsize, retire, or buy or sell a home, contact your trusted Mountain Community Advisor, Janet Oppenheimer, from Nest Realty in Asheville. As a senior real estate specialist, Janet will help and guide you through any life transition one step at a time. Contact Janet at nestrealty.com today, helping you find that perfect home to fit your next journey. Nest Realty. Traveling to new places is good for everybody, but sometimes travel can be challenging. The good news is there are products available that can put your traveling concerns at ease. Unlock the potential CBD has in your life with Western North Carolina's premier supplier of high-quality hemp and CBD products. Visit our store at 28 North Lexington Avenue in Asheville and by visiting AshevilleHempFarmsNC.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with Mandy Lee and Kendrick Calloway. They're partners in Mandy Lee Photo, but even more than that, they're partners in life. They're traveling in a tear teardrop camper all over, doing classes. And Mandy and Kendrick, thank you so much for being here on Speaking of Travel and talking to us. You just got out of the Grand Canyon. Is that right? We sure did. Yeah, we just guided a rim-to-rim trip. So from one side of the canyon to the other. It was a lot of fun. So I want to ask you both because, you know, you talk about your your path. Like, Kendrick, you're an, did you say you were an engineer? Yeah. yeah. Um, I call myself a recovering engineer now. You know, I think of an engineer as somebody who's kind of buttoned up and a little you know, straight laced. And were you always somebody who was into the great outdoors, into climbing and hiking? Was that something that you did while you were an engineer? Actually, no. I mean, I grew up in a small farm town near Kansas City, Missouri. And um, I didn't even know that mountains or rock climbing or trail running or anything like that existed until, gosh, I think it was about 26 or 27 and that's when I discovered ultra running which is basically running anything longer than a 26 mile or 26.2 mile uh, marathon Um, and then I started researching trail running and all that stuff and uh, so yeah the biggest part of my life I didn't even know the things that I do now existed but I grew up camping quite a bit with my family and I feel like my parents kind of instilled the appreciation of the outdoors in me at an early age. And that appreciation has just evolved over the years. And Mandy, what about you? I know that your family camped out a lot and wasn't getting the teardrop kind of an intentional move for you to be able to get back out into the, into the camping world. Yeah, very much. I mean, I grew up camping and, you know, my parents had a little RV when we were growing up and we used to go camping all the time. And then 
um, after college, when I moved to Texas and just kind of started working, it just, it just wasn't a thing anymore. And I just kind of, I didn't do it and I forgot about it. And then, um, when I was kind of in that unhappy period of my life, I was like, Hey, I remember having a trailer and camping and I really I missed it. And, uh, so for me, it was kind of getting back to what I knew and loved kind of reliving some of those memories. And you took a big step to do that. I, I was listening to our conversation and you were talking about getting, when you when you did purchase that first teardrop camper and you just took it out a little bit at a time. It wasn't like you were going to go gung-ho. You kind of tested the waters, if you will, for a while before you actually made that commitment. Yeah, I had the teardrop for a year before I decided to go full time. But I think I probably said it in our last interview. I, during that year, I realized like the only time I was happy was when I was out camping. And so it came to a point where I was like, well, if this is what makes me happy, why am I not doing this all the time more? And so that's what sort of spurred me to uh, go full time in the teardrop. Well, as somebody who's sitting here holding up a mirror to you both, it's like, that's Kendrick's story, looking for something that's making him happy. That's Mandy's story, looking for something that is going to make you happy. Kendrick's story, life is short. Let's get out there and live it. Mandy's story, life is short. Let's get out there and live it. And now here you are merged, living, happy, and moving forward and doing the things that bring you both a lot of joy, right? So that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I feel incredibly lucky to have somebody who has, uh, you know, common goals and interests and views on on life and, and the fact that we can live and work together. I mean, basically 24-7 we're together, which is something a lot of couples can't say. I mean, a lot of couples live together, but they have different jobs. And, you know, I mean, the longest we're ever apart is probably when like he goes for a run or something. Other than that, we're pretty much together. And that makes you both happy, right? Yeah. And for me, the work that we get to do together, it puts us in the places that we feel most happy as well. I mean, we're in national parks. We just got done hiking across the Grand Canyon. We teach photo workshops in other national parks and and we're always in these beautiful places and we get to show people these places sometimes for the first time and see the look on their face uh, whenever they see it. And it's just, you know, pretty good work to be able to to do and call that our job and show people things that they've only seen in pictures and bucket list items for these people. So when you're making decisions about where you're going to go, do you look at it in a year's time or uh, a two year time? Do you actually, are you a little more structured now than maybe you were in the beginning? Oh, for sure. Like I, I think we give off this persona that we just kind of wake up and do whatever we want every day, which is so not true. We, um, we have probably about, I don't know, a year and a half in advance planned out, a year, year and a half, just because you have to when you're running a business. And so we're surprisingly very structured and we have 
actually a lot less free time than people assume. Uh, I don't think we, I mean, we have to schedule in a vacation if we want free time. Um, other than that, we're working or we're traveling from one job to another, you know, so it's definitely a lot more work than I think what people assume it is. But yeah, we're planning, we already know pretty much where we're going to be for the next year. So let's talk again about how people can get in touch and, and get on on your calendars if you're, if you're looking at teaching these classes. And I think people would love to be able to go with you and really be able to experience what you have to show. So what's the best way that people can sign up for your classes, see what's going on with both of you? So we have two um, websites that are good for finding events that we do. If people are interested in our landscape photography workshops or our uh, backpacking trips that we currently operate in Grand Canyon National Park and Rocky Mountain National Park, uh, they can go to Mandy Lee, that's M-A-N-D-Y-L-E-A photo.com. And you can see two tabs at the top where you can click on photo workshops or backpacking trips. And then another thing that we've started doing in the last few years is rallies, which are gatherings of people that own the same type of camper that we own, which is uh, manufactured by New Camp RV. And you can go to, what is it, New Camp Rallies, R-A-L-L-I-E-S dot com to find a list of the rallies that we do if you want to join in on the fun with those. That sounds like a lot of fun. You must really enjoy, it sounds like you get a little... Uh, of everything. You have yourselves in this tiny space, you know, this small space. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about those logistics. So you're together all the time, 24-7, let's say. But then you have these opportunities to meet all these other wonderful people, uh, not only in your workshops, but who come to these rallies and have a similar lifestyle. That sounds almost too good to be true. (laughs) Sometimes we had to pinch ourselves. Right. Well, I'll look forward to coming back and talking more about that. I also want to talk about the photography portion of the program because that's such a big part of what you do, both of you. So this is Marilyn Ball. I'm talking to Mandy Lee and Kendra Calloway today. And we're talking camping and photography, living out, living out large. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals, don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog, rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru, on the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. And I'm here today with Mandy Lee and Kendra Calloway, and they are living out of a teardrop camper. And 
Mandy and Kendrick, I want to talk to you a little bit about that. You know, over the years, tiny spaces, tiny houses, tiny living, van life, you know, there are so many new ways that people can live their life, but you've been doing it for a while. Give us a little idea of of the logistics involved in living together in such a small space. And tell us a little bit about this teardrop camper. So we have, over the last five years, been in three different teardrop campers, um, all made by a company called New Camp RV. And the smallest one, which is the one I started out in, it's called the Tag. And it's just a traditional little teardrop camper, which by that I mean it's basically you open the door and it's a bed. There's You don't stand in it or anything. It's just a bed on the inside. And then the kitchen is outside on the back in a little hatch that opens up. That's what we started in. You know, it was great. And we both lived in that together and it was tiny. And the hardest part about it was just like the lack of storage, because when you're when you're living full time versus when you're just kind of going out for a week long camping trip, you need everything with you. You need way more storage than you need if you were to just go out on a weekend or a week long trip. So then after a little while of living in that together, we moved up to a little bit bigger one, um, which is not a traditional teardrop. It's more of a teardrop camper where you could actually stand in it, but it was still only 15 feet long. And that one we named Rocky and it's called a tab. And we lived in that for two years, I think. Two and a half. Two and a half years. And to correct it, she can stand in it. I could not. (laughs) There you go. Yes, I could stand. Kendrick had to kind of tilt his head a little bit to stand in it. But that that was a really wonderful kind of upgrade in the fact that we actually had a table because in the tag we didn't have a table but um it's amazing what just these little things like having a table changed our world because we also work in it and so having a a table which also folded down into the bed was kind of game changing and then the our current camper which we have named little bear um is by the same company it's called a tab 400 and the big game changer there was that we had a separate table and bed so that I could stay up late and work and Kendrick could go to bed early and then he could wake up in the morning and we'd, we wouldn't have to do that change out. We had a table and a bed (laughs) and that was like big stuff for us. That does sound like big stuff. It's amazing how you can go from thinking big stuff is owning a house, having a mortgage, having your two cars, having, you know, the dog to, oh my God, now we have a table and a bed. Yay. (laughs) You know, how that can just really change. So, Kendrick, you know, here you are, you're living out of a truck, right? It must have been just even a step up to get into a, into the teardrop with just a bed, right? Yeah, it was pretty significant. I was in um, a 2000 Toyota Tacoma, which is not as big as the current Tacomas. That was back when it was still a small truck. And I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would be spooning my skis and my ski boots would be slapping me in the face. And I just had so much stuff in there. And I just kind of crawled in wherever I could fit to sleep at night to go from that to, hey, we've got a separate vehicle and sleeping space. And that's pretty impressive. And um, then 
I mean, we still had to consolidate two people's stuff into that uh, that space. But once we got that figured out, then it felt pretty luxurious. Then to go from that to one that uh, you know we could be fully enclosed, we had uh, a kitchen inside, and I could almost stand up, and you know that was just felt like I was really moving on up. I remember when we moved from the smallest one, this tag, where we you're literally sitting two feet from each other all the time. You're never out of arm's length. And then when we moved into the middle size one, the tab 320, I think our first night in that, we were each sitting in there and I put my arm out and I was like, oh my gosh, I can put my arm out and not reach you. Like it was the biggest thing to be further than arm's length away. It you know, and other people would look in and they'd say, oh my gosh, this is so tiny. How do you do it? And we look in it and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so huge. We're so lucky. That is so funny how your perception can change like that. So I'm just curious, but Kendrick, what was, what was the hardest thing for you to kind of unpack as something that you were hanging on to in your truck that was part of your stuff that you had to start making some choices what was the hardest for you i really didn't have any hard items to let go of while i was in the truck i got my truck pretty well dialed almost right off the bat to where i had the gear i needed for the activities that i enjoyed and then whenever mandy and i consolidated initially into the uh the tag there was some stuff i had to let go of that was kind of hard it's like ah well i always i always have my skis with me or i always have my climbing gear with me um i always have my tub full of 10 pairs of running shoes because i never know which ones i want to wear kendrick has more shoes than any guy i've ever known runners have shoes <laughs> that's a good trademark right there you could embroider that and put it over your <laughs> <laughs> runners have shoes i love it so did you have to get rid of some of those shoes kendrick i'm just curious uh i didn't get rid of them i just we kept a lot of stuff at mandy's parents house in uh fort collins colorado and you know i would kind of wear out one pair of shoes and next time we were there i would just pick up another one and uh climbing kind of took a back seat to most other things so I still have all the climbing gear, just uh, very expensive paperweights right now. So hopefully one day I'll get the dust off of those things and, and get back out there. Yeah, that's, that is really transformative to be going from all these different, this was what my life was like then, this was the stuff that I had that was meaningful, to now I'm I'm merging my life with another person and we're we're settling into to being just the two of us moving forward with what we've got and going out and having these incredible adventures. It sounds really great. Do you feel that you both have really settled into this kind of lifestyle now? I think so. It kind of goes back to what Mandy said with, you know, whenever we hit the road and started uh, kind of forming the business together, I mean, we each had our things that we did before we knew each other, and we have to make a little bit of sacrifice here and there because we're not just out every day playing in the mountains, hiking, climbing, biking, doing all that stuff. We do have to work, 
So there's just not enough time in the day for us to go out and climb and hike and bike and run the business. So, you know, you make little sacrifices here and there that you're okay with, but I feel like we're really kind of hitting our stride with the things that we've decided to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've gotten to a good place. I won't lie though. It was when we first met, I was already doing photo workshops and, you know, Kendrick, I made him quit his job to join me. So there was a really rough first six months or so where Kendrick was trying to find his place in this business. And since then it's totally transformed into our business, but it took some time. And I remember the first few months were like kind of rough while he just figured out his place in that. But now I couldn't do it without him, you know. Well, when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about how that business model started to unfold and and how you got to that stride. Like you said, and Kendrick, you could definitely relate being a runner that, you know, sometimes you start out slow and then you have to find your pace and just keep on going. Tell us again as we go to break what the website is and how people can get more information. Uh, yep, you can go to um, Mandy Lee Photo. That's Mandy M A N D Y Lee L E A Photo um, dot com for all of our photo and backpacking workshops, and then New Camp Rallies N U C A M P R A L L I E S Rallies um, for our all of our rally events. Well, I think people, as they're listening to this, are going to go on, take a look at what you're doing, and probably go quit their job and buy a teardrop camper. So. All right. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here today with Mandy Lee and Kendrick Calloway, and they're on the road, and we're finding out how all of this is going to, uh, how it all unfolds. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. You've probably heard me say this before. Travelers contact me all the time, and they wonder how early they should arrive at the airport for their flight. And I always say arrive two hours prior to your departure time, always. Three hours if you're flying internationally. And this is more important now than ever as the numbers of air travelers is at an all-time high at Asheville Regional Airport. It's important to allow time for everything involved in getting to your flight. Things like possible traffic on the way to the airport, and we all know that there is traffic in our area. Finding a parking spot. Your only option might be a remote lot served by an airport shuttle, and that shuttling process can take some time. Checking in at the ticket counter and checking your luggage, going through security and making your way to the gate. All of these things add up. And anxiety levels can spike when time is running short and you still have a few of these things on your list to accomplish. So leave ample time and your trip will start smoothly. For more information about Asheville Regional Airport, including answers to many frequently asked questions, visit flyavl.com. Why not make the most of the beautiful winter season and plan your next vacation or staycation to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains? Create your perfect winter wonderland adventure in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. 
not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com is a 900-page online guide covering a nearly 100-mile radius around Asheville, North Carolina. There are so many special places and awe-inspiring vistas around nearly every corner. And this is the perfect time to create safe and memorable adventures across Western North Carolina. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here with Mandy Lee and Kendra Calloway. They're partners in Mandy Lee Photo. The business is focused on photography and teaching. And Listening to you both tell your story of how you met and how you had these very independent lives uh, prior to meeting up. One thing I w- I'm really curious about is that, Kendrick, you were talking about being an engineer and that you really didn't have a lot of experience in photography and uh, taking pictures. And now you both have, you know, a YouTube channel and your photography classes. Give us an idea of what it was like for you as you started to learn that craft. Whenever I first met Mandy, um, there was a few photo workshops that were already on the calendar. And I would just show up and take the car and go out on, on runs and hikes and things like that, because that's just the life that I knew. But, um, you know, eventually I took one of her spare cameras and had her teach me how to use it. And I guess it's just the engineering mindset, figuring out how to, you know, use the camera wasn't terribly difficult. There'd be some situations where I'd had to ask her to remind me of what was going on. Um, but she started teaching me how to use it. I started taking pictures and then she really helped me a lot with the editing aspect of it because I didn't know anything about Lightroom or Photoshop. And once I started to feel comfortable in that stuff, then I started just trying to offer a little bit more help during the photo classes where, you know, anybody that shows up and is fairly beginner, I would, you know, kind of flock towards those people because I could help them and feel pretty competent in my instruction there. And then definitely the more, advanced people maybe would be there to to help them because she knows uh, way more than I do about the subject. But yeah, fast forward a couple of years and with all of Mandy's help with composition, editing and all that, I feel like I've gotten pretty decent behind the camera. So uh, it's nice to feel like I can contribute to the photo workshops when we're teaching those and uh, give people some instruction that actually helps them take better photos themselves but it all goes back to mandy's original instruction but your business is so much more than just photography right i mean it sounds like the way that you uh make a revenue source is kind of there's lots of different layers to that you know and so now even thinking of yourselves as entrepreneurs and business owners and uh, how do how do you walk that to keep it all in balance? Uh, not very well, I'll tell you. We get burnout really easy. 
Um, we do have, and I think this is a good thing. We have our eggs in a lot of baskets, you know, so if we lose one thing, we're not totally out, but there's not any one thing currently that we could totally sustain ourselves on or live on. But the problem is that I think we sometimes are, we stretch ourselves thin sometimes. And I could feel that especially this year, but between all of the things we do, we, we literally don't have a day off unless we schedule it in. You know, we don't get a normal weekend because when you run your own business, you're you're harder on yourself, you know, like we're our own worst boss. And um, so we don't work a normal nine to five Monday to Friday. We work a 24 seven all the time unless, you know, we make ourselves take a break. So I, I think it's a good thing that we have so many sources of income, but we need to like really focus our intention and the things that make us happy. Which sounds like has always been your intention from the very beginning of finding that space. So, you know, I just have to ask, and Kendrick, I'll start with you. Where do you see yourself in five years? I mean, here we are kind of in a five-year place. <laughs> let's let's kind of envision so when we come back together five years from now, we can laugh and say, oh, look where they want it to be. What do you think as you're moving forward? I think we have several uh, things that we aspire to in terms of photo workshops and backpacking trips. I think we really, in 2023, want to start going international and find some offerings there. The backpacking trips, I really enjoy those. It's a lot of stress because we are taking people on physically strenuous things where they could get injured. But I also really enjoy it because we get to get out and do longer physical activities with clients. Whereas in some of our photo workshops, you know, you drive to a really pretty place and you don't do much walking to get to the, the photo op. So. The backpacking trips have been something that I've really enjoyed over the years because it just kind of speaks to things that I really enjoy, like hiking and being outdoors. Yeah, I don't know what else. I think just going international and maybe expanding with a few other new locations in the U.S. for both photo tours and backpacking tours, and then probably getting a couple other rallies on the 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 calendar for the year. But uh, in terms of I don't know, increasing revenues or anything like that. We haven't really talked about that too much. What about you, Mandy? Where do you think you'll be? What do you think? I think I'd like to get to a point where we're just not working so hard. Um, we're enjoying what we're doing and we're enjoying the events and things that we're doing. But um, it's it's just a lot of work and I want to have like a weekend again, you know, so maybe that means finding more residual income. Um, I'd love to focus on our YouTube channel again a little more because it's good right now, but we have so many great ideas for YouTube, but the editing is just so time consuming. So I'd love to get to a place where we could focus a little more on some fun stuff like that. Well, I just want to definitely put a shout out out there that what you are doing and what we're able to gain from all your work is a, a beautiful world, uh, a beautiful planet that you are our ambassadors to get out there and show us this beauty. And I just want to say that as far as photography and 
and your YouTube, you know, everything that you're doing is really like top bar stuff. It's really great and it's a gift, really. So just keep that in mind as you're moving forward that as you're doing what you're doing is almost, it is a service oriented kind of work because you're showing us things that we couldn't possibly get out and go see sometimes in our lifetime or in our lives. But certainly we can go join you and learn how to do it. So tell us again how we can get in touch with you and get connected with you and be your biggest fans. Um, well, our uh, our YouTube channel is Mandy Lee Photo. Uh, that's Mandy Lee is L-E-A photo. And then same thing with our website, MandyLeePhoto.com. And we're on Instagram, Mandy Lee Photo, and Kendrick Calloway at Kendrick Calloway's his Instagram. And um, yeah, Facebook, you can find us pretty much anywhere. Just Google us. <laughs> we'll do the Google search. Go down your rabbit hole. You're, I'm telling yeah. you, your photos and your eye and, and just everything that you that you put out and and gift to us is really so beautiful. And I just want to thank you both for taking some time and being here today on Speaking of Travel. Thank you so much. It's been great to talk to you again after five years. Great to talk to you for the first time. I know. It's so nice to meet you, Kendrick. And I look forward to doing this again. We'll uh, hopefully maybe not wait five more years. We'll keep (laughs) up with you and what you're doing. Well, thanks again to Mandy and Kendrick for being here today on Speaking of Travel. You know, I think we can all agree that life in the comfort zone is a pretty comfy place to be. Now think of the times you ventured out. Like Mandy and Kendrick were saying, leaving that comfort zone is a step into a new beginning. And when you find the courage to do it, a whole world of opportunity opens up. You know, by venturing out and taking new adventures, you're pushing yourself into new experiences. Even though it could be scary sometimes, stepping out and overcoming the fear and self-doubt, you're going to have so much more confidence and you're going to have so much more fun. So get out there and take a leap into something you've only dreamed about. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. 